Extra Extra is not live. Lady Gaga finally addressed her past collaboration with R. Kelly. Selena Gomez is getting over men on top of horses. This celebrity was spotted at a Target, and the world doesn't make sense. A lot of celebs are beefing. All this and more with your host Julian Gonzalez, Courtney Carwall, and Chris Ladd. Let's get extra. Why does this sound like an NPR segment? <laughs> you sound like you speak for NPR or something. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it too. <laughs> I'm panicking now that the mic is in front of my face. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> your last name's Ladd, right? I just got that from Instagram. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, cool. cool, cool, cool. Chris on the internet. At Chris on the internet. Is that right? The account's private. <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Extra Extra, your favorite podcast. How'd I know it's your favorite podcast? Because you tuned in once again to listen to me ramble on with all this nonsense that we do it's me your host julian gonzalez can you please follow me on instagram at north hollywood jewels make me famous in 2019 is my only goal and dream and aspirations in life obviously first is to be happy but second to be famous for what i don't know but you know we can decide when we get there so you know just follow like comment on my post taste with the hands up emoji shout out to taiga as you know you guys it's been a long week but it's okay because i have the fabulous comedian to the stars if you've heard of stand up you've heard of her courtney carwall she invented softball hi (laughs) yeah i invented um softball you play softball or baseball baseball she invented baseball (laughs) (laughs) i did courtney thank you so much for coming on the podcast again now courtney was one of the original guests from the original induction of extra extra i think courtney was like guest number two or three i don't remember what we talked about that day me neither and i don't even think jesse was on the podcast that day right no he was gone yeah yeah and he's gone again what a shame courtney thank you so much for coming back on yeah thanks for having me courtney i need you also to just enunciate yes we'll do courtney we do have another guest here and since you brought them on i need you to introduce them oh um Our other guest is the fellow and wonderful, my boyfriend, uh, Chris Ladd. Hello. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Now, as we know, Chris is not in the business. Now, he is in a business, but not in the business. Correct. So, Chris, how does it feel to have a hot mic in your face? Uh, Unusual. I mean, no pressure. Like, there's nobody here. It's just us. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. But I'm not a... uh professional comedian i'm just oh me neither just some fucking guy same you're not just some fucking guy you're the oh guy all right (laughs) you guys let's get into top five now these are the top five stories of the week according to me because my opinion is the only one that matters okay as we know agreed yes as hollywood denounces r kelly thanks to lifetime's surviving r kelly which i did not watch okay i haven't seen it is it good i have not seen it how many episodes? I don't know. And why did Several take, parts. I don't get why it took him so long to denounce yeah. him. Like we the story. Because, you know, they really liked his music. I don't know. I'm not a fan of his music. But anyways, Lady Gaga has finally stepped forward to apologize for, now it's one of my favorite Gaga songs, Do What You Want, her 2013 collaboration with R. Kelly. She said, 
Underneath I don't think I know that one. Capture. I don't know that one either. So do what you want. What you want with my body? Do what you want. Don't stop, just party. Do what you want. What you want with my body? You don't know it from Art Pop, her best album of all time. Uh, it's about how like you, the, how like uh, celebrity culture like is gonna take and take and take from her, but you can you can take her, you can use her body, but you can't take her mind, her soul, her voice, her speech, mm. her thought. You mm. can you know you can use her body, but you can't use her mind. Yes. That album also had Art Pop, Aura, Guy, Swine. I mean, Courtney, it was her best album and you haven't listened to it? No, I've listened to it. I think it was just, it's been a while. Yeah. And Chris? He's like, who's Prob- Lady Gaga? <laughs> Late Lady Gaga? You guys, she said, I stand behind these women 1,000. Believe them. Know they are suffering and in pain and feel strongly that their voice should be heard and taken seriously. What I am hearing about the allegations against R. Kelly is absolutely horrifying and indefensible. As a victim of sexual assault myself, I made both the song and video at a dark time in my life. My intention was to create something extremely defiant and provocative because I was angry and still hadn't processed the trauma that had occurred in my own life. The song is called Do What You Want With My Body. I think it's clear how explicitly twisted my thinking was at the time if i could go back and have a talk with my younger self i tell her to go through the therapy i have since then so that i could understand the confused post-trauma state that i was in or if therapy was not available to me or anyone in my situation to seek help and speak as openly and honest as possible about what uh we've been through i can't go back but i can go forward and continue to support women men and people of all sexual identities and of all races who are victims of sexual assault i have demonstrated my stance on this issue and others many times uh, throughout my career i share this not to make excuses for myself but to explain till it happens to you you don't know how it feels now she is quoting her song till it happens to you but i do know how i feel now i intend to remove the song off of itunes and other streaming platforms and will no longer be working with him again i'm sorry both for my poor judgment when i was young and for my uh for not speaking out sooner i love you now, was this her little speech into the presidency of 2020, like her, like, I'm about to run for office? <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like it. I watched her documentary on Netflix. Me and too. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked it, too. Like, she's like, I'm real. Yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, I was going to say. Um, oh, wait, hold on. My notes are all over the place. Sorry. Before I move forward, like, how do you guys feel? Do you think she needed to speak out? Are you happy with what she said? Because I'm like, Gaga, it's a little too late. Nobody cares. Like, we are all about Enigma now, her little pops, her, her little anime, you know, um, alter ego at her Vegas residency. Like, we don't care about 2013 Gaga. I think it's a good statement. I mean, I'm not, I agree with everything, but mm-hmm. also. R. Kelly was pissing on people like 20 years ago and everyone mm-hmm. knew. So he was sleeping with a 15-year-old Aaliyah when he was 28. I mean, the That's signs were crazy. in the pudding. But I don't know. Maybe that her, you know, trauma history, whatever. I can't. Mm-hmm. That's not not touching that one. 
yeah you know i guess it's good that she spoke out now christina aguilera who performed this song with gaga on the voice in 2013 showed her support for gaga's apology she tweeted a photo of them at during that performance with the caption this is a reminder of women sticking together and not letting a man take ownership of a great song or moment and if anything the message of the song remains that although you may have had my body you will never have my heart my voice my life or my mind being a survivor of past predators myself these lines spoke to me which is why i did the song i embrace all survivors of sexual and domestic violence and abuse holding a special place in my heart and you lady gaga for doing the right thing beautiful now this is how you do a a statement lady gaga i love christina she could do no wrong i do too i remember like when in um like in the 90s when britney spears and christina had their albums and i was like i don't know i really like christina aguilera but I really like Britney Spears and I was yes. like torn between the two. Like, and as we learn like now, both? yeah, we can like both. We do not have to put women against each other. Now, someone else also had to speak out about all these claims. R. Kelly's lawyer. <laughs> he said, Mr. Kelly appreciates that she recognized his immense talent and collaborated with him to help her career, but finds it regrettable that she is now exploiting this controversy to try and help her in her efforts to win an Oscar. Uh, oh, this man is crazy. It's only a matter. It's only a matter of time before, like, there he has no songs left on Spotify, mm-hmm. and he goes to jail. Probably. Yeah. Well, I he's c- currently being investigated in Georgia under oh. criminal investigation for what? All his crimes against oh, women. In, I don't know. Oh, now his, in Georgia, got, that's where his like insane sex cult. Oh, is it was in. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real dark. Oh. I haven't yeah. seen it either, but it seems. I haven't he seen was it. the one that did Ignition. Yeah. Oh. And the remix. <laughs> and I believe I can fly. You said that like someone who made Ignition couldn't possibly have a sex <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> no, no, I knew. I, I remember that it came out. It's just, oh, man. Ugh. Quinn, you got to speak from your oh, diagram, please. Yes, sorry. It's okay. It's going to sound like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <just> <laughs> it's nothing new. Frank Ocean, who I've never heard of, but allegedly he's a singer, but he's trying to also be a beauty guru. For GQ's latest cover story, the artist spilled the deets on his skin regimen and explained how men need to do better when it comes to their nighttime routines. Agreed. Quote, I really do believe in night cream. I need the night cream because when I wake up, I feel very beautiful, moisturized, and ready to have people making eye contact with me. That's the life hack right there. I feel like men just go to sleep. They may wash their face or they don't even bother. They just go to sleep with the day face on. You really need to do a gentle wash and put a night moisturizer on. You can have that retinol in your cream (laughs) in the day because it makes you more sense sensitive. So you want to throw that on at night. Now, shortly after his interview went live, a lot of fellas took to Twitter to announce that their 2019 skincare goals that they had these skincare goals now because of Frank Ocean. Quote, Frank Ocean just dropped his skincare routine. Fellas, we stay moisturized all 2019, one person wrote. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, as I someone mean, who I- literally <laughs> pops their contacts out and goes straight to bed, I don't have time to wash my face or put on any night creams. I mean, I should. I look like I'm fucking 47. <laughs> well, I feel like he- people, especially here in Los Angeles, it's so dirty in the air. Yeah. To wipe it, get it off at mm-hmm. night. And your pillow? You yeah. sleep on that pillow every night? Yeah. But I wash my pillows once a week. Well, not the pillow, just the case. <laughs> <laughs> I knew uh, my friend's dad, he would wash his pillow every day. Oh, I would if I case. could. I every love day. the smell of clean laundry. 
I love the feeling of fresh sheets. You know, they feel different, right? When you um, lay in clean sheets that just been washed, it feels different. You know what I mean? Way better. Way better. Mm-hmm. Like if if I wasn't gonna get harassed by you know Peta for like washing my laundry so much and wasting so much water, I or whatever activism. Who's Peta? I don't know. You know Peta the. Oh, the PETA, the animal organization. Yes. Well, I don't know what organization would be for me I wasting you were water. Referring to like, because you pointed upstairs, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> is your landlord named PETA?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's really crazy." She's getting. Chris, do you wash your face before you go to bed? Uh, I shower. I'm a night showerer. Oh, okay. So, yes, on a technicality, but I don't. We have like forty different creams in there, and I don't. <laughs> Um, I have a night cream in there. Yeah, I don't. I like it when I put them on. It smells good, and I'm like, oh, I can like smell my own face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. And then, but I, no, most of the time I'm too lazy. See, that's the thing. Also, I'm a night shower too, so maybe I do wash my face before I go to bed. Well, I, have I never to thought put, of that. I don't. You do. I have to put cream on, or else my skin. I feel like I'm 80. I just yeah. if it's very dry and mm-hmm. it hurts. Yeah. But maybe I just what types of cream do we need? Go. Um, well, I have a pomegranate one and a lemon lightning serum. It's, <laughs> it's a lady that I go to. You're, she has esthetician. My esthetician. Yes. Maybe you can speak more to this. She used to go to mainstream beauty stores and then yes. recently. Sephora. Uh, yeah. And origins. And then recently discovered her skincare guru. So now all Sephora's Can you plug her on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's called um, artofskincare.com. Oh. And then you just email her, send her photos of your face, and then she'll give you a f- consultation. Oh, she's like a psychic. She could just fill your skin or something? Oh, no, you'll send her photos, and then she'll look at the photos and like uh, give you kind of what you need. Courtney, this sounds more. like a scam. How can she tell from photos? No, she's my friend's mom. Oh. She's my friend's mom. <laughs> I resent my... And I've seen my friend's skin and it's amazing. Okay, now how much does it cost? Um, It's just... It just depends on what you purchase. You don't have to purchase it but all. How much does the consultation cost? Oh, the consultation is 50 but to put it toward... That money just goes towards what oh, you purchase. Oh, my God. I'm going to do this, I think. Yeah, I'll send you a link. Yeah. Plug the link here. Uh, it's just artofskincare.com. Perfect. Shout out to you, lady. You guys, Jeff Bezos and his wife, Mackenzie, are getting a divorce after 25 years of marriage. Okay, now I do have this statement. So let me just pull up to my little screen capture. Okay. <laughs> we want to make people aware of a development in our lives. As our family and close friends know, after a long period of loving exploration and trial separation, we have decided to divorce and continue our shared lives as friends. We feel incredibly lucky to have found each other and deeply grateful for every one of those years we've had been married to each other if we had known we would separate after 25 years we would do it all again we've had such a great life together as a married couple and we also see wonderful futures ahead as parents friends partners in ventures and projects and as individuals pursuing ventures and adventures oh my god (laughs) ventures and adventures man it's crazy through the labels might the (laughs) labels might be different we remain a family and we remain cherished friends now this sounds like a lot of bullshit i don't know who came up with this quote it was definitely not jeff and it was definitely not mackenzie because we know she's probably a scorned wife but here is the best thing hashtag feminism 2020 okay (sighs) they do not have a prenup meaning that they could have to split his $136 billion fortune, making him go from being the richest man alive 
to well being still a rich man and this would make her the richest woman alive baby yes i love feminism (laughs) as we know he's already dating a tv anchor named lauren sanchez who looks familiar but i couldn't tell you where she's from and she is is, she a washington anchor news anchor i don't know she's like some latina so i don't know but i feel like i've seen her in like a telenovela i don't know though but that might be racist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm Mexican. I can say it. <laughs> now, Miss Lauren is also going through a divorce from her husband. So do you think that she's going to still want to be with this man when he only is worth $69 billion? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And good for Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Mackenzie. She has a name. Good for Mackenzie. I hope she gets... 161 of his 163 or whatever. Yeah. Fuck him. Well, apparently they're starting like a something similar to the Gates Foundation that they'll still run together. But also I'm like, you have so much money, dude. Yeah. And you do not pay your employees you enough. No. no. Get out the guillotine. Do I still use Amazon Prime? Absolutely. We Absolutely. got rid of it. But you know what I mean? I mean, I don't use it as much. I have it, but my sisters use it and they buy shit constantly i'm constantly getting emails of all the shit they're buying <laughs> so i use it once in a while here and there but because sometimes you know you need something in two days <laughs> that's true but i like to now look i never i Local. think I, I never actually had it mm-hmm. and i never used it that much which i got in the habit of never using it and it was great it's so convenient it's convenient it's, for sure but it's really better but i just you stand with the people. Well, even for his commercials, he does non-union commercials, so he doesn't even pay an actual SAG rate for those. Not that he's maybe in charge of that, yeah. but also Amazon has plenty of money. Yeah, they have too much money. But she deserves half of everything of his or more because she helped him start it. She was there. Yeah. As we know, like she had they like they they both had like successful jobs in like wherever they were, Washington, and he was like I want you, I want to take a risk and I want you to do it with me and she stood by her man. She deserves everything. I love this woman. She's a queen. I remember when Agreed. that was just Amazon books. Was that original? Yeah, it's it weird. In yeah. like the year 2000, you talk to people and they'd be like, oh, there's this weird web- website, Amazon, where you can buy books online. I don't remember that. I was and now they have nine. like every... You and, can I like, buy. and I remember being like, why would you do that? Yeah. Just go to Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Just go to the public library. Yeah. <laughs> just go to the public library. Selena Gomez and her kidney is an equestrian now, and Michelle Thompson is shook. Okay, now the whatever she is known for went horseback riding with her friends, and Selena Gomez wore a rainbow pattern jacket by free people with jeans and big hoop earrings. And she Ooh. said, I think horses are the most beautiful creatures. I don't know what to say on this one. <laughs> Needed a fifth story. <laughs> I have no comment. I've never been a horse person. Yeah, I like I'm, Selena Gomez. I've never like really seen a horse. Really? I mean, I saw one in Mexico when I went to visit my dad's family two years ago. They tried to get me to ride one. I was not going to do it because I heard that if a horse tense, like senses you're scared, they'll buck or something. And I'm scared. Like, that's a wild animal. I do not even mess with people's dogs. Like, I do not like animals. <laughs> they're too buff. They're, they're too. Like, they're, they're huge. They're like yeah. so buff. It's and I felt scary. like bad because I felt like, am I too heavy for this horse? So I felt <laughs> No. It's crazy. Well, you'll just see him in Griffith Park, and you're like, "Why are you on the? Why is this horse on the same trail that I'm running on?" Yeah, it seems weird. And they're just shitting everywhere. Yeah. it smells nasty. And it's just like a bunch of hay. It's yeah, like, gross. Yeah, <laughs> but good for her. You know, she's uh, finally a story that doesn't have to do with her and Justin Bieber. So good for her. You know what I mean? 
But isn't Justin Bieber engaged now? He's married. Oh, he's married. But they still want to talk about, oh, Selena Gomez is so sad over Justin Bieber. She's not. She's riding a horse in the sunset. Justin Bieber's fighting with a 16-year-old girl because her face was painted on a car. Yeah. Wait, what? That car looked like shit, though, for real. <laughs> it Wait. so bad. They ruined a, a perfectly good... What did I miss? There's some girl named Jojo Siwa. I don't know who she is, but she's allegedly 16. And she had a car pimped out by, you know, Pimp My Ride's West Coast Customs, where they painted her face on the hood. And when they posted to their Instagram, Justin Bieber said, burn that shit or something. <laughs> or burn it. Because... <laughs> and then his mom... Her mom was like, burn your own stuff. <laughs> and then... It's crazy. <laughs> I need to see a photo of and this. And then, and then he was like, "At JoJo Siwa, I didn't mean it was burning because your face was on it. I just didn't like the colors." <laughs> <laughs> I like Justin Bieber, even though I know it's. Yeah. Finally, to round out my top five, Martha Stewart introduced to the world her scrambled eggs a la cappuccino machine, okay? In a recent video shared by the Food Network, the Chopped Judge showed viewers an interesting hack for cooking the breakfast staple. Martha Stewart's very fun way to cook eggs uses a cappuccino steamer to whip them up in seconds. To begin, first you crack the eggs into a glass. Add a little salt, a little pepper, you know, for taste, and a teaspoon and a half of butter. You then insert the steam wand right into the scrambled eggs. The steam wand fluffs the eggs right up. After removing the glass from the wand and stirring the eggs together, uh, Martha shows everyone that the eggs are buttery and fluffy and light and delicious. But my question, Martha, is how are you supposed to use that wand now to steam milk when there's egg residue on it? That will make you sick. (laughs) How do you wash you a uh, steam wand can you detach it no what you do is you put take a really hot washcloth and then you just turn up the steamer mm. really high and then you just run it in the uh. washcloth and then it just gets so hot clearly i've never seen one of yeah. these machines <laughs> this is crazy i'm gonna try it <laughs> sounds you, pretty you good got a, you got an espresso machine well you i have a just steam wand? i just have um a keurig so i don't have a steam wand oh. no it's, wait what I have a Keurig. I don't have an espresso machine. You need a steam wand. I know. Now, are you going to start cooking your eggs this way? Because you can whip up eggs in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, we don't have an espresso machine. Oh, though. yeah. I mean, because Martha is whipping, um, scrambling eggs for a minute on the stove is that much work. <laughs> eggs yeah. scramble like that. It seems like someone figured out eggs a long time ago and like we don't need any more innovation. Yeah. When it comes to eggs, like we got, yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But no. I'd try it. I try it, and honestly, I'm not messing with Martha. If she says this is how we cook eggs now, this is how we cook eggs now. She's been to prison. I'm not messing with Martha. I am not messing with Martha. I'm trying to live. She kind of rules. I wouldn't want to doubt Martha either. Yeah, I love so Martha. If I had a steam one, I would try it. <laughs> Ladies, this is how we whipping eggs 2019. I want to get into a short little segment, Chris and Courtney, okay? It's Great. called In Case You Were Concerned. So I'm going to just report some stories. I want to know if you were concerned, okay? Okay. Haley Baldwin Bieber dyed her hair pink. She was spotted in West Hollywood over the weekend and paired the pink hair with an oversized coat. Wait, is that Justin Bieber's wife? Oh, she got took his last name. Yes. Oh. Hyphenate. Well, now she's na- she's known as Haley Bieber. But if I say Haley Bieber, you're gonna be like, who the fuck is that? I mean, if I say Haley Baldwin, you're still like, who the fuck is that? You know, <laughs> she's no one. But she dyed her hair pink. I, yeah. Do you Not, care? No, because I don't go west of Highland. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're well, west now of Highland. Yeah, the valley's different. Okay. Wait, does she does she lives west of Highland? No, she was in West Hollywood. Oh, okay. 
hot with pink hair. Mm-hmm. Not concerned. But good for Justin. Corny, I need an answer. Come on. Oh, this is rapid fire. Man, I... No. Kate and Pippa's uh, younger brother, James, made his Instagram pu- um, profile public this week. And holy guacamole, he is a stud. And he also revealed that he struggles with depression, ADD. Now, you know, I love a cute damaged man. Chris, can you read his quote? Sure. Quote. Also, hold on. Before, I just need to give you a visual of him. So you guys know who we're talking about. Who is this? This again? is Kate and Pippa Middleton's younger brother, James. Kate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He does look like hot young Hemingway so or he's something. so gorgeous and you know like I love a damaged man because they're the best <laughs> <laughs> they will leave you should I go with the quote oh yeah sorry go with the quote no okay uh, quote I know I'm richly blessed and lead a privileged life but it did not make me immune to depression it's a tricky con- it's tricky to describe the condition it is not merely sadness it is an illness a cancer of the mind you exist without purpose or direction. I couldn't feel joy, excitement, or anticipation. Only heart-thudding anxiety propelled me out of bed in the morning. I didn't actually contemplate suicide, but I didn't want to live in the state of mind I was in either. I also felt misunderstood, a complete failure. I wouldn't wish the sense of worthlessness and desperation, the isolation and loneliness on my worst enemy. I felt as if I was going crazy. You guys, Courtney is sobbing in the corner. <laughs> Chris, I could listen to you read a book. You I know, could too. Like, I'm telling you, Chris, you need to send your audition tape to NPR. I need you as a host on NPR. It was so calming to I hear you say it. that. Yeah. Not exciting, but relaxing. I, I could hear you read someone's Amazon wish list. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. I would put you a book on tape. I'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, this is a great book. Honestly, like I didn't feel bad for James at all. And I feel bad for James because of the way Chris read it. I'm like, <laughs> yes, you suffer. Do you guys care that he suffers? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Finally, Beyonce was spotted at a spotted at a Target in Los Angeles. Attention, Beyonce was spotted at a Target in Los Angeles wearing a full-on orange jumpsuit and tiny sunglasses. This is a a clear yes. I don't even Yeah, I'm concerned I'm concerned really with this cuz why is Beyonce at Target? Beyonce. She doesn't even, even run her own Instagram. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce should not be at Target. Okay, she used to be at like Neiman's. <laughs> What's an expensive store? <laughs> Neiman's. <laughs> I kind of I wonder if she even she's been so famous for so long. What did yeah. she know what to do? Did she she probably did not even know where she was. She I probably was just, just walking down the street and saw some big red sign and was like, "Let me just walk in here." She had no idea where she was. That's a good point. Like, has she ever purchased anything for herself? Probably not. I don't even think it's safe for her to be walking outside. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's sure she the has main concern is like she's getting mobbed by. Yeah, because this was a, a this was there. a random person, a fan's photo. They posted to Twitter like Beyonce's in Target. Oh, my God. As we know, she probably Wait. had security, but. Do you have a photo? Oh, no, I didn't take the photo. Oh, well, on Twitter? oh but uh, sorry. I did have a photo of Haley Baldwin's pink hair, which I didn't show you. In case you were concerned. Oh, I like it. I think it's cute. Yeah. She looks good. I like it. She looks like Lily Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really concerned for Beyonce's safety. I do not think Beyonce needs to be inside of a Target. She needs to be in like a uh, crate and barrel. I feel like she just lives in a, like just a plastic bubble. Yeah. But that's great that she's a, a, a real girl. And barrel? But I bet, she. I don't know. I can't recall any Beyonce interview, but I bet she's like down to earth. 
No, she is pretty down to earth. I mean, as we you know, think? I don't think I think Beyonce's interviews are scripted, so I think that we don't really know what we don't know her, what she, what she really thinks or who she is. I feel she's manufactured. I think she's so created yeah. by those people. And by Matthew like, Knowles, her father. Oh yeah. Okay, you guys, let's get into two extra or just enough. Now, I'm gonna report some stories. You know, we do this every week, and I want to know, is it too extra, meaning that the person or the situation was just doing too much and need to stop, or was it just enough we want more? Mm. So it's kind of like the opposite of what yeah. Okay. you yeah, understand? Yeah. I think so. Jamie Lynn Spears officially cleared up the controversy that surrounded her sudden departure of her hit Nickelodeon show, Zoe 101, which debuted 14 years ago, and no, she wasn't fired for being pregnant at 16. It did not end because of pregnancy. Contract was finished. <laughs> this is too extra. Yes, yeah, too extra. <laughs> this is crazy. Sure. Fourteen <laughs> years ago, I do remember she got pregnant at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too extra. Yep. What was it? The show called Zoe One or One? Zoe, that's right. Famed fitness trainer Jillian Michaels thinks the keto diet is a bad idea, and today weatherman and co-host Al Roker begs to differ. Al defended the low-carb, low-carb, moderate-protein, high-fat diet this week as Jillian made headlines for claiming keto is unhealthy and not the most effective plan. The Roke tweeted, so Jillian Michaels says keto is a bad idea? This from a woman who promoted on-camera bullying? deprivation manipulation and more weekly in this name of weight loss now that sounds like a bad idea <laughs> yeah this is this I'm, is, I'm definitely taking you know uh weight loss and diet tips from al roker <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> not if if jillian michaels my lesbian queen says that the, the keto diet is not a good diet then i'm not doing the keto diet this is too extra al it's too extra but I, it is a great fun beef that no one would have predicted yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like who is watching that? She's yeah, like, it's too extra. As Jilly, as y'all know, Jillian believes in just exercising, eating healthier, and moderating what you eat. Sounds that's like a scam. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what I do. Jamila Jamil, who we only know for coming for celebs to promote detox diuretics, came for Khloe Kardashian this week over a weight-themed quote she shared on her Instagram story. The quote was. Two things a girl wants. One, to lose weight. Two, to eat. Jaja, as I like to call her, posted a screen capture of the story to her Twitter with the caption, This makes me sad. I hope my daughter grows up wanting more than this. I want more than this. Sending love to this poor woman. Th- this industry did this to her. The media did it to her. They fashioned her into a prison of self-critique. Dear girls, want more than this. All of a sudden, this Jamila girl is like some Deepak Chopra, like giving us... Life advice. Who are you, girl? We don't even know who you are. We only know who she is because she came for Cardi B for promoting diarrhea tea. Isn't it, wasn't it like kind of a joke? Is this a joke now too? I don't know. I don't get bits, as you know. (laughs) But like, get a career. Stop judging everyone for judging everyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As I judge everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say not two X. It's just enough. Just enough. But I don't know. No, th- you know. That's your opinion. You know. All right. I know. Not too extra. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, who's too extra in this one? Jamila Jamil. Oh, I mean, I like that she's saying for women have other goals, but also it was a Chloe that was saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like too she's been in the limelight. I don't. I, just, I think it's. Nah, 
I'm neutral. You can't. You got to be one or the other. No. Yes. Pick a side. Not too extra. So just enough. God, you guys are not enough. getting these quotes right. Is just enough or too extra? <laughs> <laughs> the most talked about person at the Golden Globes last week was Fiji Water Girl, who went viral after she photobombed every celeb's photo. And Jim. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis was not here for it. Now, guess what? Like I said, I'm not messing with Martha Stewart. I am not messing with JLC. I saw her in Halloween 2018, and I, that girl knows how to use a gun. I'm not messing with JLC, as you already know. Okay. JLC is calling out Fiji Water and Moet, both official advertisers of the award ceremony for the promotional stunt that the companies pulled on the Golden Globes red carpet. JLC wrote on Instagram, so my husband, who doesn't look at a lot of show business news sites, just mentioned that I was on the CNN website. I specifically moved away from the blatant promotions by Fiji and Moet, where young women with their trays filled with their wares stood near a designated camera. I knew uh, why uh, there was a photo uh, photographer poised there and I moved away as I said out loud that I did not want to be doing advertising for either clearly this angle shows that I moved away from being behind from the girl being behind me and yet from the side it still happened the sponsors of events need to get permission from people when they get them to take their pictures next to their products oh permission from the celebrities with the yeah, Fiji because she feels like they're getting free celebrity promotions by having the the Girls oh. with that shit behind them. I think it's funny. I think it's funny too, Jamie. This is too extra. It's too extra. Girl, go back to eating your Activia, like, and calm down. Now she did look good with her hair pushed back in that like platinum blonde or whatever she was. Gray. I don't know what she did something different for her hair. She looked very good. She looked youthful. She looked glowing. Her skin was supple. You know, she looked great. But it's like, girl, she's just mad because this girl in a blue dress upstaged her. Yeah. Also, Fiji water is not that good. Yeah. And that's also like some of the criticism was like that we're promoting Fiji. They were promoting Fiji water, uh, which is like um, gnarly tasting water. No, but like they like wherever Fiji water is from. Where's it from Fiji? Uh, probably not. Probably it's probably not. from like Bakersfield. Well, wherever it's from, it's from some island. And they said like that they use like slave labor to get the water and that they take most of the water from wherever it's from and give the people not that much clean water to drink. So it's actually like very damaging hmm. to that society. Into that. Yeah. I'm saying not too extra. I'm with Jamie Lee Curtis on this one. You're not going to pull one over on her. She's the only one who found out the scam. Mm. So yeah, that's, I said it. That's what I feel. No response, huh? I'm on this. I'm <laughs> dying alone. On this no, thing. no, no. No. I get it. Courtney, what's your answer? Come on, girl. No, I said it's too extra. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Finally, Vinny from Jersey Shore slammed Lindsay Lohan for not taking a picture with him at the premiere of her new MTV docuseries, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Quote, I tried to get a picture with Lindsay Lohan because I wanted to say that's how you get a picture with Lindsay Lohan and Mykonos, bitch. She gave me the whole one minute meaning like that's a no it was like a soft no don't fucking one minute me like i've been one minute i've one minute people before i know what one minute means so i didn't get the picture with her so that's how you get denied for a picture by Lindsay lohan and mykonos bitch too extra too extra so confusing yep. it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it's confusing leave her alone yeah leave her alone she's, Vinny, she's on a high enough. she's on a high okay 
Now, I ended it with this story because, as everyone knows, Lindsay Lohan's Beach House or Beach Club premiered on MTV this week. And I brought Courtney and Chris on because... Did Chris watch the show? Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Because we all watched the show and we are going to review the first episode. And I have my notes. Perfect. I didn't take any notes. That's but fine. I will remember. Yeah. So we start with Lindsay doing a monologue about the ups and downs of fame and how she disappeared and is now back as her own boss. She um bought she brought VIP hosts from America to work for her beach house. So these are just like the VIP hosts. She also has wait- waiters and bartenders and Who other aren't staff. aren't like part of the show. Yeah, like they're just the background help or whatever. But these are like the stars of the show. We go into like the theme song, which is a remix of her like 2004 hit Bossy. Really? Which we love. Yes. How does that one go again? I forgot. However, I don't remember. However, the she had song another goes. hit too. Yeah, like father da da da. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, I remember that one. That's right. That's great. That song was crazy. Paris Hilton had one too. And Paris Hilton had the, one of the best albums of all times. Okay, called Paris. <laughs> no, about that. What was the Paris Hilton song? It was um Stars Are Blind. Stars Are Blind, that's right. And all the stars are crazy. Courtney, let's get back on track. Okay, so uh, as we get past that, we do see that Lindsay is credited as an executive producer. As you know, Feminism 2020, I love a woman in charge. She's the boss, okay? We meet, we meet this messy gay. It's her business partner, Panos. Now, she calls him cutthroat. He claims that, you know, like, Lindsay's so sweet and, like, not the nice boss. So, he has to be there to help keep things in line. He's yeah. the one that's going to be doing the hiring and the firing and, like, scolding all these um, ambassadors who we do meet. We meet the ambassadors of Lohan Brand. And Lindsay says that what it takes to become an ambassador is how they talk, how they look and how they take care of guests that it all affects the Lohan brand. And if they don't fit that brand, they're not cut out for it. She's very concerned with her brand, which is the Lohan brand. Do we know what the Lohan brand is? No, no, no. The stakes are so low (laughs) in this. So we meet Michael. He's a bartender who he says has woken up in the, in celebrities beds before. Like, how do you guys feel about Michael? He's the white bisexual. Good. He's my favorite favorite I yeah think. i think he's like well he's my favorite guy i think i like that yeah, he said yeah, i'm that. a mess don't know why anyone would want to no. be with me what was it that he, he said he was he said something about like i'm oh, garbage but I'm they trash. don't know it yeah and that was like the most related he's the most relatable one he's the most relatable one. i think he's like the f- most fully realized character so far in the show for the men yeah because for me there's like one of each that i like then we meet jules she's a bottle marketing server people think she is an airhead but she's very professional she's the blonde one the blonde one? Mm-hmm. Which was? Oh, the tall, lengthy blonde one? Yeah. Mm. She just, I don't know. She was just in the background. Didn't learn that much about her, really. Yeah. In episode she one. just jumped in the pool drunk, and that's all I yeah. remember. Then we meet Brent. He's a VIP host in Vegas. He's gotten let go of jobs because he was sleeping with all the waitresses. Ugh. Now, this one, I think he thinks he's like the hot shot of the show. He yes, is, he's not that cute. I was just going to say, he's so unattractive. He's so I unattractive. Cannot, like, everything about understand. him is cute except for his face. Like, I like how he has, like, one sleeve of tattoos. He is a tan. Like, he's aesthetically no. a good-looking man. The face and the attitude, I can't stand. So Is he the one that um, did the... <sighs> he was entertaining the VIP. Yeah, but we'll get <laughs> into that. We'll get okay. into that later. Next, we meet Sarah, and the only thing we learn about her is that she's uh, Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, great storyline so far. <laughs> then we meet Aristotle, who works at a gay nightclub in L.A., who um, Panos says looks like a Greek god. 
remember him. Yeah, he was pretty unmemorable. They kind of, it was like the focus was really on just one or two. Yeah, it was like on Brent and Sarah. Then we meet Billy, who is a uh, LA bartender for celebrities. I don't remember who this one is. I'm trying to picture, I can't even picture his face. Next. Next is Gabby. She's the VIP waitress. She's 22, and this is her time for her hoe phase, she says. Is this the one with the blue hair that yeah. turned pink? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Gabby. I feel like she's the underdog of the show, and I want to see what she has to give because I feel like she's like the young one who really isn't filtering herself. I feel like all the yep. other ones know that they have to filter themselves because away from the show, there's reality, and they're never going to get jobs again. <laughs> so yeah. Trying to yeah, like, yeah. I like her too, but you can definitely tell that she is 22. Yeah, she's very immature. Yeah, especially when I guess we'll get to that. Or yeah. Okay. Now, this is my favorite girl who we meet, Jonita. She says she's not used to having things handed to her, so she, uh, oh, so she has yeah. to work really hard. And she says that she gets paid to look cute. I know who she is, yeah. Yeah, I like her. Like her. Me too. Next is May. Now, I don't know what she said about herself. <laughs> she was so not memorable. Uh, yeah, I don't know who May is. Oh, May was, May was on that cried. cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in her intro, I was like, I do not know what she even said about herself. So Panos br- uh, brought all of them to the beach club. Um, he's wearing a Kate Raft yellow hat. As we know, Kate Raft invented yellow. So he's giving a shout out to Kate with his yellow hat. Um, when they get to the beach club, they have a staff meeting. Um, he asks all the... Um, ambassadors if they ever have had experience being ambassadors and may says that um or she claims that she's been a brand ambassador for pepsi during the super bowl and also for mark jacobs and brent thinks this is a total lie that she's just making shit up oh yeah and then that storyline was immediately dropped yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. just mind your own business brent and then jonita um she also sounded really sincere when she said it too yeah I (laughs) i believe her yeah then Jonita said that she was nervous that she doesn't have what it takes after Panos was like explaining what the job would be, which is basically like your job is just to get people to spend all their money. And Jonita feels like she doesn't have what it takes to get the job done. Mm-hmm. She's doubting herself already, which is sad because she's my favorite. I want to see her succeed. Me too. And then we learn that May is a fan of Lindsay Lohan, which to me is a no, no. I think this girl should be fired immediately. Like you can, if you can be a fan of Lindsay, I don't need to know it, and Lindsay doesn't need to know it. Lindsay's your boss. You know what I mean? She's like, I've been watching all of Lindsay's movies since I was a child. We all have. Yeah, and first of all, don't say since I was a child. Lindsay's like maybe four years older than you. It's disrespectful. Yeah, she she was a child star. That's weird to say since I was a child. I don't like it. Then, of course, they all get put into a house together, like the real world or whatever. So they're all going to live in this nice house. Of course, it wouldn't be a reality show if they weren't all single. So they aren't dating and fucking. So they all go around and are like, are we all single? It turns out they're all single. But as we know, Chris, all men are dogs. And one of these men is yep. probably has a, a girlfriend at home and is going to cheat on the girlfriend. Yep. Already, you know, we have the story editors in the background, you know, pulling plots and trying to come up with storylines. And they, I feel like they feed Jonita to say that she feels like she's going to clash with Brent because he is arrogant. Yeah, agreed. Which basically foreshadows the episode of the show. This is where we learn Mike is bisexual. He says that when he was, uh, that he uh, sleeps with men in LA, you know, to get the job done or whatever. But if he was back in Rhode Island, where he's from, he would sleep with women. I remember that. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. 20 by teen, starting off at a, a strong start. <laughs> 
So a bunch of them go swimming, but Brent and Sarah don't go swimming. They connect at the dinner table. She says she's used to dating athletes and like entertainers because of her job, but she wants something different because that's never worked out. And she doesn't know if that can be Brent, but Brent is totally in love with Sarah. He straight up said to Jules, like, I'm not into blondes when Jules didn't even ask. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into blondes. But he likes Sarah because she's like Pakistani. He likes that type of Middle Eastern woman. Again, like. There's really like the show. There's no storyline. There's no. There's really nothing. I mean, there's n- we're just going to take some hot 20 somethings and put them in a greek villa with alcohol that's kind of what it is yeah it's crazy too because Lindsay lohan was like how dare these these this isn't a a vacation for the ambassadors i'm like you literally flew them to mykonos yeah for a vacation paid for a villa and gave them free alcohol like this isn't a vacation exactly and that's why that's exactly what happened Lindsay and panos crashed the party and they see them all drunk in the pool here's where we start with the double standard that We'll find out at the end that um, Jonita speaks about, but they don't like that Gabby or no, sorry, I'm skipping ahead. They don't like forget what I just said. So we get there and Panos reveals that he doesn't like that Gabby has blue hair because the DJ also has blue hair and tells her that she has to dye her pink. Oh, yeah. This is the first time in he says it three times in the episode. but This is the first time he says that she has to change her hair color. Yeah. Which is like, who cares that they both have blue hair? I don't get it. But because they're both different looking women. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, like one's a black woman different. with curves. The other one's like some skinny like Russian or whatever the yeah, fuck she is. Yeah, I don't understand why he's like fixated on maintaining the brand for that DJ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. Well, then didn't she start speaking out too? She was like, "Oh, yeah, boy, don't jump ahead. Don't jump ahead. Oh, okay, okay, okay." So then Lindsay reveals to the g- the group that she meditates three times a day because Jules. They all go around and they say like something about themselves, and Jules says that her family is um religious and then Lindsay takes that as Jules saying she's religious and she's like well I don't believe in religion but I meditate three times a day that's my religion meditation that whole exchange was super weird and uncomfortable and <laughs> it, it was weird I don't know yeah the it was, show, whole show was this whole weird. show was weird but I like this part. Lindsay says that she respects Jonita's life story when Jonita reveals that she was adopted and that she struggled her whole life to get to where she is. And Lindsay re- really admires like related her to that. St- yeah. Because related. she says she struggled her whole life and was always taken advantage of. Did and you say that? Yeah. Which is sad. And something I like, which is some of my notes, but I love how Lindsay takes any opportunity to relate anything that happens on the show to her life as an actress. It's yes. Like, oh my Lindsay, God. You haven't worked yeah. on a movie set in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I know. I noticed that too. She goes, well, when I was acting, yeah. I, I was like, what in the world? Of course they can't build a villain without having a substance. So Brent reveals that he was bullied in high school, which is um, why he is the way he is now. Oh doesn't yeah, make sense and then or they something. showed photos of him from yeah, high school, and I'm like, "You look same. fine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, as they go around, Gabby keeps making everything about her, and Gabby reveals that she has other intentions than just working for Lindsay here. And Lindsay completely flips. Lindsay reveals that, or um, flips, and Lindsay is like, "Oh, like." if this is about you if you want to make it about you and your intentions and i suggest you leave and gabby's like that's not what i'm trying to say but she did say it she goes i want to make this about me yeah I'm like i'm here to get famous yeah 
and, and then Lindsay's like and then but Lindsay it's like they all are but she's just the only one that says it vocalized yeah. it because she was yeah. drunk I think also and then Lindsay goes back my whole life yeah as an actor yeah. again and I'm like okay again. and then Lindsay like runs away crying but here's where the double standard starts they they criticize Gabby because she meets Lindsay for the first time in a bra because they were just all swimming but Jules Everyone is in a bikini yeah the men are all shirtless so I don't get where I don't get. I think the problem was she has big breasts or something. I don't understand what the problem was. Or maybe that, she's just the drunkest. I don't know. Yeah, I, like, I was like, this is so very, this is so weird that Lindsay is only attacking Gabby, but they have all the men are shirtless. Well, also it was weird because Lindsay was like, kept saying, "Are you here for the right reasons?" I'm like, is this like The Bachelor? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, and it's like again, what what did she expect? They're like hot and young and drunk in a villa like what does she think they're, they're not on the clock at the villa yeah what does she think they're just yeah doing, like work all day <laughs> nice crazy. conference well, call about tomorrow's cabanas or whatever well and it was weird too she was like i hire these americans they take advantage of me i'm like then hire people in mykonos yeah you know yeah. like everyone in the Greece locals is hot. yeah they're hotter <laughs> probably they're exotic they always have like a tan. tan and live nothing to do so they just work out all day like what the they fuck is there to do in Mykonos except so for steps. hate crime gay people? I don't know. <laughs> um, Lindsay reveals that this was the beach where her ex-boyfriend hit her three years ago and she bought the beach to reclaim, you know, her time. Like this was a negative experience. And so I bought this beach oh, so that yes. I can make it a, something positive in my life, which I thought was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was empowering. And Lindsay cries in her um, one-on-one interview, remembering the time that she showed her mom the beach for the first time. And it just had like a sign. And she said that she's nervous that her staff will mess up everything that she's worked so hard for, for herself and her family. And I do think that's sincere. I think like Lindsay is like, this is Lindsay's like, last hope you know and i think she is generally nervous that like i think she put her whole life savings into this you know what i mean i think she's very nervous that these she has a couple of them doesn't she yeah yeah i i agree with what you said julian but i think if you are sincere about having your successful business on the beach don't invite mtv Ex- oh. mm-hmm. yeah and also like just bring panos panos is running that shit real yeah. good and yeah, but free promo. don't hire these crazy people to work there either. Yeah. And I don't think that they actually worked. I think they're just hired for the show. I think so too. And I look from what it looked like to the staff that actually worked there looked like kind of normal. Yeah. And we were just doing a job. Yeah. Um, in the first day on the job, they are all told to wear white. Brent wore a blazer, but, and he thought he was going to really kill it with his blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Panos didn't like it and told him to take it off. And he was like kind of like bummed, like, damn, like I bought this blazer. I really felt good about myself. It was cream. It wasn't white. And the th- it's like, who wears a blazer to the beach? It was just very weird. Cause like you're working on the beach, like the literal beach. Yeah. So I thought it was funny. It was just like a random funny thing. Um, Brent gets the job. He's assigned for, um, to be the, um, VIP host for one of the cabanas for one of their biggest clients, a woman named Natasha, who is just a jet setter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't really yeah. Know. <laughs> we don't know who she is. We just know she's rich. We just know and she's rich and has money to spend. Yeah. Um, but she also has no friends for some reason. Yeah, she was that a, was really weird. Yeah, she was there by herself. Um, Jonita's job is to get people to rank cabanas. Her biggest strength, she said, is looking like she's having fun without being drunk. So we see that she's drinking with the guests, but instead of drinking shots, she's throwing them behind her back. Classic. Which Good. I thought was smart. I think it's smart. Was smart. And then Sarah starts assigning people jobs instead of doing her job. She feels oh, like right. it's her job to assign people jobs. Very high school. 
Yeah, and this is where we get like a confrontation between Sarah and May where May starts crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, and I wrote in my notes, Lindsay keeps relating stuff to her acting career because she's like, she says something funny like, to go backwards, she's like, I would never go to meet um, Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg at his house in a bikini oh, <laughs> with <yeah>. wet hair. <laughs> and I'm like, but this is the beach. Yeah. You're at a beach. And you've never met <laughs> Steven Spielberg. <laughs> that's right with wet wet hair hair. um so may starts crying yeah she hasn't been in a movie in 10 years oh my god may starts crying she says she has anxiety and Lindsay and panos um think that may lacks confidence may likes how approachable Lindsay is because Lindsay pulls her aside and says i got your back i'm here for you i support you if anyone makes you feel comfortable come right away to me and tell me so we can resolve the issue and she kind of like relates to May on that level to yeah. make May feel comfortable. But Lindsay, doesn't you're she, the boss. Panos is like, Lindsay's too weak for this. Yeah. Well, doesn't she bring up her career again there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I put that she's really stuff to her acting career, but made me think of the other one. Then um, in a strange turn of events, Lindsay asks Gabby to check on May and make sure that she feels comfortable. At first, when Lindsay's telling her about what happened with May, Gabby thinks that she was the one that made May cry. She's like, I don't know what I said to May to make her cry. And Liz's like, no, it's not you. I just want you to look out for her and make her sure she feels good. And uh, Gabby feels like great that Lindsay would give her that responsibility because she feels is- like it softens Lindsay's interpretation of her or whatever. Yeah. And Gabby's the one with the pink hair now. Yeah. Gabby okay. now has pink hair. Well, yes. not yet. She still has blue, but. No, she has pink hair at this point. No, because she dies, I think, the next night, right? Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm so right. then um, Brent's job was to accompany Natasha and his job is to get her to spend money. But Pena told him to do whatever it takes. So Brent goes swimming in Natasha and then they make out with each other. And Sarah doesn't like that. She sees. They also go swimsuit shopping together and yeah. she makes him like come in the dressing room. Yeah, with she, him. Yeah. she probably sucked his dick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? Don't look at me. I don't know what went down in that dressing room. Jonita feels like it's a double standard because then after, you know, they go swim shoot shopping. She's playing with him. They go swimming. They lay in the cabana. They start making out. They go behind some building. They continue to make out. Jonita feels like it's a double standard for Brent to hook up with the clients and that if she were to do that with a male client, she would receive criticism. Absolutely. And she's right. Yes. She's 100% right. And she's like, Panos didn't ask you to make out with them. Panos asked you to... Do whatever it takes to make money. Money, which was sell bottles, not make out with the clients. And so then he argues like, well, I made the most money. Who made the most money yeah. that day? I'm like, be- you because she was so wealthy and she's going to spend no money no matter what. Yeah. Like... And... Yeah. And then... Once Lindsay leaves, Panos is less impressed with the ambassadors. He feels like they weren't selling as much um, uh, like once they left, once Lindsay left, and that they were like partying too much. Like, and they feel like he feels like they're trying to like make an appearance for Lindsay, and then when she's gone, like just do whatever. And he doesn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then all the ambassadors go home, and Jonita and Brent get into a fight regarding the double standard. Oh, yeah. And about who made the most. And she feels this is where she says that like she did her job and she made enough money. And she doesn't have to like whore herself out because basically like Brent's basically at this point just like a prostitute minus the sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like to get someone to spend money. But in a twist, in a turn of events, Panos is actually happy with the way Brent conducted himself because it's in Panos's mind. It's all about the money. And so he says, do whatever. When he says, do whatever it takes. That's what he means. Do whatever it takes. Ugh. 
MTV, you're going to have a lawsuit on your hands because... Yeah, like, that's crazy. This is rape culture. <laughs> Do whatever it takes. It's terrible. And um, he then tells Jonita that he feels like she's the weakest link in the bunch, that she's does, she's not going to make enough money. Because she has morals? Yeah, so Jesus. I think that they're trying to like... I think so far we've seen plot-wise like her... As we know in life, she has to fight for what she has. And I think that she's going to have to continue defending the show. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. That was the first episode. I don't think I'm going to continue watching the show. I think it's so bad. Yeah, it sucks. It it's sucks big so time. boring. And nothing happens, really. Yeah. And you're just the like. The stakes are very low and completely. Like, it feels. You can, like, see, like you said, like the story consultants or whatever working in the background. Yeah. Trying to figure something out. Yeah. Because there really is no. And it, I didn't really understand it either at first. I was like, oh, is it a club? Like, is this an exclusive beach? But it's just a beach you can walk through. Yeah, it's just a beach you can walk through and then you can just, like, she owns the land and then you can rent a cabana. If you want to. If yeah. you want. But they also have, like, a restaurant that feeds you food while you're in your cabana. Yeah. You can order food, drinks. And it was, I think there was one point, too, where I think Lindsay, I don't know if she was, had a couple of drinks, but she looked, like, kind of tired. And it was just hard to see her. I don't know. Just yeah, like, it's like when she was talking to Gabby, right? She kind of looked, she's yeah, like, she's Yeah, and like she wasn't wearing like, her white goddess outfit yeah. anymore. It was, like, shorts, and she looked sad. And yeah. I was like, I can't watch her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I feel like this was a mistake for her to do this. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, just enjoy. Just enjoy know. Greece and let Panos Yeah. Run the I mean, place. She, they can co run it equally, but like I hope that going forward, like she was just in the first episode. I'm not gonna watch, but I'm hoping that she's not in it anymore. And it's just about the staff, like Vanderpump rules, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they really do need to find a storyline. There's no story going on right now. No, it's I can't just, see this getting a second season. It's just like no. watching them pick up drinks and Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a lot better, but no, poor, poor Lindsay, I guess. Yeah. Well, this has been a low ending to a high podcast. Yeah, really kind of <laughs> petered out. Sorry at the about end that. There. Wow. <laughs> you guys yeah, got really sad about <laughs> Lindsay and quiet. We're like, oh. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week, Courtney and Chris. Yes. Do you have anything to plug or promote? Um. Well, I have a show January 26th called Signature Drink. Come out if you want. It's ten dollars. It's at Blue Rooster, and um, the drink for this month will be lavender champagne. And where can they find you on social media? Oh, um, just at at Courtney Carwell. My name. Spell it. My first name or my last name? Both. At all. Okay. C O U R T N E Y K A R W A L. Perfect. And Chris, do you have anything to plug or promote or no? Absolutely not. Perfect. And you can find me, Julian, at North Hollywood Jewels. Follow the podcast at Two Extra Podcast on social media. That's at the number Two Extra Podcast. Subscribe if you like. Follow. Share. You can Venmo me if you want. My birthday is coming up at North Hollywood Jewels on Venmo. You know, it's it's the holiday season. So if you want to. No, I'm just joking. You don't have to. Send them five bucks. Yeah. No, honestly, you don't have to. It's a joke. Yeah. But, um, you know... um. Or donate in my name to a charity you like. Ooh. That's fun. But not like my real name. I don't want it to be. If you like you're donating, donating to like the RNC or whatever, please don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Is that what it's called? The RNC? You get a lot of RNC listeners. No. What's the, what's the <laughs> yeah, Republican? Yeah. Do you get a lot of <laughs> RNC listeners? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs>
<laughs> Until next time, bye. 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 Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Benji. And we're the co-hosts of Rated PG. We have three boys, and to keep ourselves from going totally insane, we started a podcast to talk about the crazy stuff they watch all the time. Join us every Wednesday as we dive into the movie that's about to push us over the edge. And Friday, you get a dose of what we're dealing with with Nate's Take. Listen on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.